0: My name is August McLaughlin, and I've been contemplating girl boners for years. It's time for Girl Boner Radio with August McLaughlin. She's the big sister slash girlfriend you've always wanted, and she loves to talk sex. He swept me off my feet with charm and romance, and I was so happy, euphoric even, until I wasn't. Until his controlling, possessive violent ways took over. I felt stuck and alone, and as though I was the crazy one. Relate to this? If so, you may have been in a relationship with someone on the narcissist sociopath spectrums. While not everyone on the spectrum is abusive or criminal, the lack of empathy that comes along with sociopathy, paired with the need for power and control, can wreak havoc on relationships, and tinker with healthy sex and sex lives, and our girl boners. August year, and in today's Girl Boner Quickie, you'll learn five signs you're having sex with a sociopath to sort of piggyback on the last Quickie episode where I shared about my experience dating someone on the sociopath spectrum, which will include highlights from my interview with marriage and family therapist Jenny J.V. Wilson. Sign number one, you struggle to let go of the relationship because the sex is so hot. During my episode, Sex and the Sociopath, Jenny, Dr. Megan, and I weighed in for a listener named Jessica, who'd written in sharing that she keeps going back to her selfish and controlling ex because with him, she has the best sex ever. Both Dr. Megan and Jenny wisely suggested adding so far instead to that statement. Amen. Sociopaths can be so focused on performing like rock stars in the bedroom and bringing you more pleasure than anyone else ever has. They may very well do both. The rawness of sex without certain emotional layers can be liberating and thus steamy. You might also feel freer to explore fantasies you've deemed taboo or discover new ones you enjoy because sociopaths tend to crave variety more so than others. But this can go the opposite way as well, which brings us to sign number two. Over time, sex becomes complicated. Sociopaths especially want to impress you early on in a relationship, but down the road, sex may become problematic. The person might demand it frequently or withhold it in effort to control you. In the episode with Jenny, I actually shared about a woman who went through that very thing. Her partner would not allow her to have sex, and she carried a lot of shame because of that. Sign number three, you find yourself agreeing to sexual activities you're not exactly comfortable with. Sociopaths can be skilled at pushing sexual boundaries, which is part of the danger, especially if you feel the need to acquiesce for fear of losing the relationship. Jenny added this. Maybe there is something good about having someone who wants you to dress up in lingerie and play with certain toys or wants to go down on you when you've never been comfortable with that or whatever it is that will push you past your comfort zone in a safe way. It's when you find yourself doing things that you really don't want to be doing that you probably want to turn around and head in a different direction. Sign number four, you break up and get back together again repeatedly, which only makes the sex hotter. Breakups, arguments, and makeups invite some wild emotions that can fuel sexual passion in some cases, or even create a false sense of hope or meant to be ness. Most everyone wants to feel something intense, but when you're with a sociopath, it's kind of an illusion. It will dissipate, and then you're back to where you started. Sign number five, your safe sex isn't so safe after all. It's not uncommon for abusive sociopaths to push boundaries regarding physical health as well. They may deem riskier sex a turn-on or no big deal. They may even aim for pregnancy you don't want by poking holes in condoms or lying about using other contraception to, quote, keep you long-term. I am all for seeking and embracing pleasure. But even if the sex is mind-blowingly amazing, the best so far, it's not worth staying with someone who hurts you. But knowing that and feeling able to take needed action are far different. If you've never been on the hurt side of abuse, you might wonder why anyone would put up with it. Like, why don't you just leave? Having experienced the abuse, spoken with others who have, and studied the subject at length, however, I know how complicated leaving can be. I also know positive change is possible and worth every single effort. You can find the healing and happiness you deserve. If not today, then someday. If your safety is at risk please call the National Domestic Abuse Hotline for confidential, judgment-free support at 1-800-799-7233. For more on this topic, stream the episode at the link in the show notes. And stay tuned for more Girl Boner Quickies soon.